start again from the beginning. Tap Amar of Amar of Ami. We start. We started from yesterday. Amar of Ami. Top line. Dalon of bees. Amar of Ami. Arava Tzricha Shir. Arava needs a shear. This Arava that you're going with around the Mizbeach. When you tell us, tell them from the by second halacha. You can only take it by itself, which as we saw in Rash, you cannot be nega, you cannot be down top with anything else, it has to be independent by itself. Third halacha. It has to be an independent arava. In fact, the Gemara, so these two last halachas seem to be redundant. Once you told the halacha that it can only be taken by itself, of course you cannot use the arava shabalulav. The Gemara says, no. If you don't lift it, I'll lift it again. About seven lines from the top. So maybe if you lift it twice, maybe it's going to be okay. It's not okay. Even if it's lifted twice, you have to have a separate independent arava. We did say yesterday from the Bukhari if you undid it and took it out of the Aguda, that would be okay. But if it's kept in the Aguda, it's going to be a potential issue. Continues the Gemara of Chista, Amar of Yitzchak. He argues and says the person can be Yitzhak's Chiyav with Ravish Shabalulav. And again, we said yesterday, the that means he picks it up twice. First once for the Lulav, once for the Arava. The Kamesh Yuri, how big is this Shia? What's the Shia of this Arava? Amrav Nachman, Gimel, Bade, Alen Lachen. Three stalks of three um, stalks of which have moist leaves, Rashi seems to learn that it's filled with leaves. It's Pashas of Rashi. He said that the round learns differently. as just to have three leaves total, each one. But Rashi sounds like it's fully. It sounds like two independent things, one leaf and one stalk. Is that true? Is it just all you need is one leaf and one stalk? It makes no sense. As Rashi points out, it's so minuscule. You can't even call it a kicha. You can't even call it a potential taking. Where it says, no, what it meant was, it means one stalk with one leaf on it, which at least has to be the leaves on the stalk. I was in front of us, but Sadiq Vaisi. Oh, Gavra, Rava Kamayu. This person brought a rava, shakel, chavit, chavit, v'lebirach. He took it, chavit, chavit, and we said, the chalikas was showing what chavit, chavit means. Either it means, like Rashi says, that he shook it, or it means that he banged it. We saw the Rambam, and we saw the Ramah says we do both. We shake the rava and we bang it. So he took it and did not make a bracha. And we explained yesterday, kesavar, minig neviyimu, which is Rashi explained earlier, that if it's only a minig, there was no bracha on a minig, you cannot say the words that Sharik Dishanam is face of its That's the way Rashi learned the Gemara earlier. Taisa says we saw disagrees. Taisa says that we're coming according to Rashi that you cannot make a bracha on Rishchidish, halal, because that's also a minig. Taisa disagrees and says no, it's not about an issue with the Tzivanu, that's not the concern, it's not the problem. It's a problem in the Hashivas of the mitzvah. Rashi Tesu says that when you have something which is so minuscule, it's only tiltal, you're just taking it, it's all you're doing. And it's only a minute, that doesn't deserve a bracha. But if it's something which is chashivas, you're saying it, like halal, Rashi Tesu compares to the Kriya Satera, that would make a bracha, and that's how Tesu learns why halal is different, which the 
we hold obviously, we make a bracha on Halal Meshchedesh, not like Rashi, the Chari, who say there's no bracha on Halal Meshchedesh. Okay, that's what we got up to yesterday. Here's the new Gemara, Amr Evu. Halfway down, middle of the line, Amr Evu. Another story with Evu, seemingly a very um, different type of story, but it's all a story with Evu. Amr Evu. Have a Kamina Kaimei Dervaleza Bar Tzadik. I was standing in front of Leza Bar Tzadik. Asla Kamehu Gaiva, this guy comes in front of Leza Bar Tzadik. Amalei, Krisa Isli. I have Krisa, Rashi is the means. Kfarim, Vyashfeim, I have villages. Sounds like a pretty wealthy fellow. He owns different villages. Karmi Isli, I also have vineyards. Zaysi Isli, I have olive trees. Okay? So he's a person who has plenty of possessions. What happened? So the people from the, from the uh, Chrysa, which is this, this village, they came and they hold, they hold my vineyards in Shemitah. This is a Shemitah-related question. And they came and they hold, they, they hold my vineyard. And then, and they ate, or they ate my olives, and Rashi says the goal of eating the olives was schar, was to pay them for hoeing the vineyards. Now there seems to be two issues over here, or maybe a few issues over here, which we want to go through each one of them. Firstly, are you allowed to pay them? what they did. That do, what they allowed to hoe in the first place. Can you hoe during Shemitah? A vineyard. Is that much? We'll see. It's not so passionate at all. Furthermore, Rashi points out that they paid with the zesim. Zesim is supposed to be, like all the fruits, hefker. And if they're supposed to be hefker, so why in the world and how can they be used for, for, for payment if they're supposed to be hefker? So again, what? So it's interesting you're right. It does not sound like that they actually told them to. It sounds like it sounds like they, they, they did it. Now, it seems like, and we'll see more from the story later on, he seemed to at least be okay with it. But you're right. It does not sound like he told them to do it. It sounds like that he was okay with it. And because he's asking your child, look, the child he asked was, was this okay or not okay? What is that question? You should like, like, to stop? Yes. If, if it was wrong, and if, if the Zaysim had to have been made Hefker, so you should have told him to stop and eating it, because Chaim is, I think, right, that it doesn't sound for the Gemara. They told him to do it, it sounds like they were doing it on their own, but they were taking something which didn't belong to them. And I think even more than that, in other words, let, let's say, let's say you can let them eat it. Because Lamaista, they can eat it like anyone else can. But you have to go pay them then. You owe the money, right? So... It could be part of what it was. Maybe it was even okay to let them eat it because that's okay. They can eat like anyone. A tefkra, anyone, anyone else can eat it. But I have to pay them. I didn't pay them because I just they took olives which belonged to Hefka. Olives belong to Hefka. Can't be a payment for the work they did for me. Oh, so that's a separate cash. We'll get to that. We're going to say that soon. So we're assuming the work somehow is okay. We're focusing first now on the schar, on the payment which is used by the zesim, which is used by the olives to pay them. Is that okay? Is that okay? Was that mutter? Was it also the older money? Don't you owe the money? It wasn't certainly used in Hefker. So let's see it again inside. 
Amru Eva of a Kamina Kamei Dura Velazabar Tzadik. I was in front of Velazabar Tzadik, and this person comes, Asla Kamei Hogavra, this person shows up. Amru Eva says, Crisis, I have these villages. Karmayusli, I have these vineyards. Zaysiusli, I have these olive trees. And the people from the, from the city came along and they hoed my vineyards. And they went and ate from these Aesim, as, as Rashi says, as a schar, as a reward, as a, as a payment for their work. Was it proper or improper? Was that okay or was it not okay? Now, the Chayra, the Shah is based around, was there something wrong in the fact that it wasn't made hafkar? That's, that's not proper. You shouldn't be taking something which belongs to Hafker and using that for the for, for his trees. And Rashi, Rashi just makes it into a pasuk, which you're paying your, the money you owe for the work that was done for you from fruits of Shviyas. You have to be able to give them to eat. And really Hafker, not for Shviyas, not for can't do business with them. We'll see for some reason why the, the hoeing is mutter. We'll get to that later on. But assuming that it's okay, for whatever reason, you have to pay them. And this is not considered a valid payment because you cannot use the fruits to pay them. Let's stay in the Gemara. So this is what happened at the end of the story. Next thing, they, this, the Ivo notices, this guy, is, he's out the door. He's gone. He disappears. Now, let's see a little more of the story, and we'll see why he disappeared. So, Omar, so he said, Elizabeth Sadiq said, Kadu Haivaisu I was living in this, in this land 40 years. I never saw a person, that there's no one who goes in the um, proper path. Like this guy. This guy is a person who does things correctly, properly, and, and um, exactly as he should. What exactly is he saying? It sounds strange. Like, what's, what's, what was the point of this? So, a little bit unclear. The Gemara doesn't say why, why he said this. So, the Arachanes is a beautiful pshat. He said, what happened? This guy disappeared. So, the people could think, you know why he disappeared? He wasn't interested in following the Psaq of Halacha. So he just like, he was, he was gone and at the door. He says, thank you very much. I'm not interested in, in, in following your Psaq. And he left. So on that, Elizabeth Sadiq says, no, no, no. This guy is a person who follows everything exactly as you should. Diktik Halacha exactly as you should. And if so, you know why he disappeared? Dr. says, no, I probably he left. He wanted to go fix up the problem. And he says, more than that, he says, those Zaysim, if the Pailim would eat them, Maybe if it's a problem, doesn't, doesn't you know that they're taking it schar, he wants to get them to stop eating it and make it hefker. And they shouldn't go and take it for themselves schar. So he ran out the door to go actually deal with the issue, not because he didn't want to follow the halacha. So that's what Rabbi is pointing out. This guy is a person who's actually very bedactic in halacha, so much bedactic that he's going to run out, take care of this issue, and certainly not going to do anything improper. And therefore you can actually have faith he's doing the correct thing. So, Hadrabasi, then later on, he comes back. Vamale my mevid. So what'd you do? What, what was talk? what'd you do? So Amalei Afkazesi, 
I made the Zaysim Hefker. Rashi says Chushai means poor people. Tuanim. Vitain Pritayu the Kushkushnei Kramim. And I gave money. I paid money to the people who hoe the field, which is what is supposed to happen. I can't use the fruits to pay them. So I actually paid them with money. So he took care of the problem exactly as he should have. He made the Zaysim Hefker and he gave the people who hoed money. Now, there's a very, very fascinating point over here, which is just a point in Shemitah. Who does Shemitah have to, when you make Shemitah, who, who are you mafkar to? To who? Well, again, who should be taking it? Anybody. 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 So what is the one talking about? And Rashi is the same thing also. Rashi before mentions this also. That the hafkar is la'aniyam. It's not, it's not true. But it's... I know, but Chayra and Aniyam sounds like poor people, right? That's not true. Shemitah has nothing to do with poor people. Shemitah is made hefkar. Anyone can take it. Aniyam, Ashir, anyone can take it. There's a pella on the Gemara. And Rashi also, Rashi, Rashi mentions before that he didn't make it hefkar la Aniyam, Rashi says. Where's hefkar to Aniyam? Where in the world does Aniyam have to do with Shemitah? Shemitah is not for the Ani. It's for anyone. Okay, it could be. It could be. I mean, the Rishash is Kasha. Rishash, like, almost like in, like, Agav, it's, it's actually an early Rishash. The Rishash says the Gemara is Lav Dafka. He says you can actually give it Tanim and Tashim. He says that the Gemara, the Gemara was Agav a Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Va'achlu Avgeni Amecha, which is. That, that's, and that's like, like I think of you all saying is that they probably that's who normally took it and normally actually is walking around trying to find Hefker fruits so that's right Gemara's going off the Pasuk that that's probably what usually happened what maybe was likely to happen and therefore the Gemara used that as a example of maybe what's na- natural and normal to happen but the Rishash points out it's Pasha that's not true that only can be Fahaniyim anyone could actually take it and even though the Gemara used that word, it's just more maybe along, he says, along the Pasuk, or maybe like Rav saying what normally used to happen. Okay, it's just a side point, which is a very fascinating point in this Gemara and Rashi. Someone who's a non-Ani, when they take from, like, let's say, that's for sure. A hundred percent. That's only for Aniyam. No, but to say it's not just like a, a term of like... No, that's, yeah, they, they, and then there's a shear in the Mishnah. Like what, the coffee room at Shomer Shabbos, like it's just for like anybody. Even though, like, right, no, there's a shear, what, what's called ani, and what, how you define ani over there. The tech is a real shear. Here, by, by Shemitah, is not that way. Shemitah is no din of ani to go to get half of you. Right, it's mom, it's just uh, open, open to the, to the public. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's what Michael wanted. You wanted to say that everyone's like an Ani. Uh-huh. Who did you say that from? Michael Holzer? Right, okay, so I mean, but it doesn't mean. Anyone, right, but I, don't, I, I don't know if anyone who's, who's going around and taking from fields is, is, to, is to that level. You're on your shas? Okay, evasive angle. Okay, so you have to evasive angle. Right. 
צריך לשבוע זך. Now they're allowed to, they, they have to get paid. So you have to pay them. You can't pay them with, with Hefka fruits. That's not considered a payment. Right? Okay. So the Gemara says, Yokasha. Mishari is a mutter to go and hoe in Shemitah. That itself should be Yasser. Vatanya, we look at the rice of Ashmias to Shmetanu. Vinitashta. It says the Shmias, you should leave it and you should also, again, let, let it lie fallow. So the Gemara says, Tishmetan is referring to Milakashkesh. Vinatashta Milasakel. Tashkesh is hoeing. Milasakel is removing stones from the field, which also, again, enhances and helps the growth of fields. It's anything is also anything which, again, which helps and enhances and does something for the sake of growth on Shemitah is also. So whether it's Lakashkesh, whether Milasakel is all also. So the Gemara says, how in the world does a promoter to go and do Kishkesh, which is hoeing the field? That should be also. It's Shemitah. It's also. So, in the first place, right? That that, that was should be should be awesome. Mercy, not 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 so simple. There's actually two types of kishkus, two types of hoeing, and one's mutter, one's aser. What's the difference? Chad sesume pili, vechad One is being sesume pili, and one's being avrui So, what what exactly is the sesume pili? So the Lashon of Rashi is Shashrashim Megulim, the, the roots are, un- are revealed. You have to cover the roots. Roots being exposed is not very good for the roots. Shlayavish Yilam, because if the roots are exposed, the whole tree can dry up. Vokmi Yilanihu, Shlayamas. says Rashi, all you're doing is making the tree stay alive. And during Shemitah, you're allowed to do things for the sake of keeping the tree alive. You're not doing it to better it and to enhance the tree. Only to keep it alive, sure, and that's like a mutter. Pili rashes become like cracks. One is made for the sake of creating the tree, or helping the tree, or enhancing the tree, and that's the So the Gemara says very, very simply if all you're doing is hoeing to cover the roots over, which are going to be exposed and therefore going to kill the tree and cause it to die, that's going to, that's going to be mutter. But if it's something which is causing it to be enhanced and to grow better and to grow in an enhanced way, that's obviously going to be us. Awesome. So they obviously they were doing kishkish, which is mutter. They were doing it just for the sake of sesume pili, just covering over the roots, not the vruyelam, not to create or help enhance the growth of this tree. And therefore that's why it was mutter during Shemitah. Okay. So that's the end of Akamara. Again, the Akamara was just really brought as a story which has nothing to do with Akamara, but to do with Evu. And now we're doing a third story about Evu, which also has nothing to do with our, our sugya, but Evu is a fascinating character and has these interesting stories happen to him. So we had, the first story was relevant to what we're talking about, the story with uh, 
with the Medinavim and Darava. Second story was about Shemitah. Here's the third story. It's fascinating. This, this next story, Amamish, uh, the only grain says whenever you have, you're learning something in one Seder and you can't come across a different Seder, it's a good simon. So this next sugya, I actually learned two days ago, I was in the morning, we're doing a Shabbos, and Imamish learned this sugya um, two days ago. And we're actually still in the middle of it on, on the same simon. So it's good simon. At least, <coughs> okay, so the Imamish says as follows, a, thir- a third story, very fascinating halacha. Amr Aivu Mishem of Lazar Tzadik, a third halacha from Aivu, and then of Lazar Tzadik. Ayahalech Adam Ba'arvei Shabbosah Yisim Begilma Parsavis. The person is not allowed to travel on Friday more than three Parsavis. Three Parsavis is a distance. We know that a Parsavis is four mil. Four mil takes about 18 minutes travel. And so, so a, a Parsavis is about 72 minutes travel. Three Parsavis is a little over three and a half hours. It sounds like you're not allowed to travel on Shabbos, on Erev Shabbos, more than the amount of time it would sound like. It's a simple shot on this. It takes to go three and a half parasites, which let's say it would sound like you cannot travel from three and a half hours before Shabbos. Let's, let's see how that applies. Now, what's the rationale for it? What's the reason for this? So we always think of traveling on Fridays because you end up in the Chal Shabbos, you get stuck on the road, etc. Simply has nothing to do with that. We're going to see why. Gemara says this, and we'll see exactly how this plays out. Lamaisa. The Gemara says you cannot travel more than three parasites in Erev Shabbos. Amr of Kahana, there's only true if you're going home and you're traveling back to your house. But if you're going to a hotel, to a motel, or to, a, to an inn, what you have with you, you're relying upon. What in the world is the Gemara talking about? So this is a fascinating thing. Rashi says, look at Rashi. There's two Rashi, two important Rashi. The second to... Um, Second, the, the line before it gets wide. Make sure to stop while it's still Friday. And prepare us through the Shabbos. Don't go and travel and go to your house. Why? They have no idea you're coming today. No, t- no cell phones. You can't communicate with them. You're coming today. They weren't expecting you. They didn't prepare enough to feed you, but they get angry at you. So, the, the Chorim says, it sounds like there's two things in Rashi. Number one, you come there and not have food for Shabbos. They're not going to have extra food for you. And number two, you get angry at them, which is not good for Shalom Bayez. They get angry at you, come home and you get angry at your wife and kids. You didn't think I was coming home. What were you, what were you thinking? What was wrong with you? I can't believe you didn't prepare for me. What's going on over here? And that's not very good. So it's the, it sounds like a takana that you should not travel more than three parasites because you come home that potentially close to Shabbos. They don't have time to get, make food for you now. It's so close to Shabbos already. Therefore, what should you do? Stay where you are. Make Shabbos where you are. Go to Walmart and... What? Exactly. In other words, that, that they'll, they'll miss you, but at least when you come home, they'll be happy to see you. You'll happy to see them. And that's a better situation. Again, there's really two issues. The Kaya Salaim, Ashu also, they won't have food. You want food for Shabbos. So you have two issues. You're not going to food for Shabbos when you get there. And now, what? Who says that? That's your own or 
Okay, that's that's yeah. That could be that's all. Calls the Achnas and Rashi that you'll get upset at them. That like like the Gemara says, don't make a Amy say with the So that that also is could be an issue. Now it's fascinating because Rashi because Rashi says before that what should you do instead? Stay where you are, and make Shabbos over there. Let's say you can't. There's no Walmart. You have no food where you are. Ah, so, so very good. So, so the Mechaber, really based on the Torah, says that the halacha wouldn't apply if you can't make Shabbos where you are. In other words, that it's, I mean, it's, there's two reasons. Number one, it sounds like one main point is, at least when you get home, saying if, if you could have Shabbos here and you won't have Shabbos at home, so then it makes sense to stay where you are. If you want to have Shabbos food either way, you might as well be with your family. And also, you probably won't really get angry at them because, anyways, you wouldn't have had Shabbos. So you, you come home, you're so nice to see your family. But if I could stay where I am and have Suda Shabbos, and then I come home and there's nothing ready for me, some mamas will get upset and I have no Suda. So the Bechaber actually passes Lemaisa. If you wouldn't have food where you are, you can go home. Okay, but Lemaisa, if you don't have that, you can't go home. But Lush Biza, if you're going to a hotel, it's fascinating. So you're not relying upon your people in your house, they don't know who you are. So you, you'll figure out. You have a little bit of crackers with you. You probably have some wine and grapes. So you'll figure out. You'll, you'll have that for Suda Shabbos. No one to get angry at. You're angry at the motel that they that they uh, they make food for you. There's no there's no uh, no one to get angry at, and you'll figure out whatever rations you have and do that. So the first lashon the Gemara says, "We're going to a hotel. It's okay." Second lashon says. Even if you're going to your house, it's going to be Asmir Koshkain to a Ushbiza Koshkain going to a hotel. Now, what's the Koshkain? So Rashi says over here, says Rashi, four lunch in the bottom. Afil Lebeisei, Demashamitsi, Imatim Rav Shaloyu. Afabikim Layalach. You'll come there, you'll find a little bit, a lot, you'll find something over there. Still don't go. The Koshkain Lushbiza Layim Seklom. For sure, to a hotel you find nothing because no one's there for you and no one cares about you, no one's taking care of you. In your house, you may, you'll find some crackers. You'll find some, some, something to eat. So according to the second Lashon of Kahana, he's saying that even to your home you shouldn't go to because you won't really have a proper uh, meal. You'll find something there to eat, but you won't find a proper meal. For sure, to the Shpiza, we'll find nothing over there. Oh, exactly, 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 exactly. Now, it seems from our Gemara that the whole issue really is making sure you have food ready for Shabbos. So all the parents can point this out. That let's say you could send a shliach there, or nowadays you have a cell phone, you can call Tom, you're coming. It's not that the halacha shouldn't apply. And that's what the Chavaz Chaim Meshavur really says, this halacha really wouldn't apply, the if they know you're coming. But he says, you have the other issue, which Gemara didn't even have to speak out, that of course if you can get, come very late and end up being a chal Shabbos, or getting close to or getting too much on the road, which will lead to potential Shabbos. Of course, you have to be careful about that. And Mishmur says that people, unfortunately, are very not careful about that. And all the places come out to talk about this idea of traveling on Friday in general, you know, which is no set shear. Here they want to do the shear, but that's, this is a very specific shear because it's about getting your food ready. That shear doesn't apply to us. We have a phone call and tell them you're coming, there's no issue. But as far as traveling in the of Shabbos, Islam is an issue. Rishmuel, very fascinating in his shape for Kavis Halachas, 
says he hasn't seen a car for this. I've I've seen I've heard this other certain first time I saw it in print. Shmuel says you need double time. That's what Shmuel is gather. Double time of what of what you're um, traveling. So if it takes you if you're going on a two hour trip, you should have at least four hours before Shabbos, not to leave four hours before Shabbos. Again, not an exact science. There's no there's no carpet, but I think Shmuel is saying that's a normal um, cushion of time that will be. Now I think there's even that there's there's, there's Places that could be worse, places better. If you know that you're going into a place where there's normally traffic, even double time, could be like people go to the mountains on Friday. They're, 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 that's one of the famous, unfortunate uh, realities where people get stuck very often in the side because 17 gets very backed up very commonly on, on Friday. So if you're going on the 17, leaving even double time, that, that's passion not enough. <laughs> people know that it's very common to get stuck and that's not going to be enough time. So again, basically, bottom line is Chachamein of Chacham prepares properly and doesn't do things that are, that are not smart in terms of getting into a situation where you're not going to have proper food for Shabbos, proper preparations, getting leading to Chilol Shabbos, then you get stuck on the side of the road. And really, that second thing is, is about two things, the Chilol Shabbos, Chas you can come to. It's also about Oenik Shabbos. Right? To have to spend Shabbos even in a hotel by yourself is not, is not proper Oenik Shabbos. It's certainly without proper food and proper things to eat for Shabbos. So it's part of Oenik Shabbos, part of having an enjoyable Shabbos, not to do things that are going to end up being selling the lack of Enoch Shabbos. So that's all part of the, we'll call it a background in the halacha. It's not what I was talking about, but that's what the, the in an expansion of the halacha really would include, is to make sure to get there before, um, before anything impossible gets stuck. Let's finish off the Gemara. Gemara's over the very, very fast. The Amar of Kahana, Bidhi Avovda, I had such a story where I came very late to someone's house on Erev Shabbos. I didn't even find Kisdaras. Kisdaras is like an expression thing where he uses often like these small little fish. Unless they're like herring. I didn't even find small herring to go and eat. So kind of like proving this point. They come late on Shabbos, you're not going to find food to eat or very likely not find food to eat. What's obvious, Kasha? What? Oh, so where was that Tovkana to go? Was Avraham this halacha? He himself was the one that said this halacha, right? So Avraham was Avraham the same halacha that he said. Avraham was the one who was who said like Amron, right? So he said the halacha. So Avraham was Avraham this halacha. What's the teretz? Oh, so one teretz Aruchaner says very gishmak, like Kriol says, could be in the place where he was and didn't have anything. So the, as Aruchaner says, halacha is obviously it's pashtet. You can go if you're nothing where you are. One teretz, second teretz, that what? Maybe what? That was because there's my stehilo talacha. I I hear that's that's an interesting shot. But I don't think it was his takana. Like he was explaining Ivu's takana, which I, I think even Ivu was the one who created the takana. Right? If Kana is really the one explaining it, he wasn't the mechadash of Elchera. So I think it's hard to say that he was he was the one that uh, initiated it. He has another shot, which is maybe more just again a, a simple case. He says, obviously, if where you're going to stay is dangerous, of course you shouldn't stay there. So he says it could be very simple. It's Malcolm Sakana. So Kana couldn't stay there, and he wasn't actually allowed to stay there. He was believed to go travel beyond that because he was in dangerous matziv. Uh, so he went home, and and he of, he found his point was proven. He didn't find even Kistars. So that's how Chanel's two shot to me either again, which either which way it was mutter for him to go, either because of. 
either because there was taka no food where he was, and therefore it was mutter regardless, or because it was makam sakana, and therefore it was not appropriate for him to stay there for other reasons, because of, again, the danger issue. But regardless, it was something which was therefore mutter for him to go on. And then he makes this point that taka went, and, and taka came, and taka kis the arsenal was loy leash, I didn't find kis the arsenal because it was so. Uh, so unprepared for my arrival, and therefore Taco, they didn't find anything. Oh, very good. Oh, gishmak. So, okay, very good. So Morgan Avram says your point. He quotes, he quotes, Morgan Avram quotes an Aguda, I think, believe, that says that Bismanenu, or, or, or he says, everyone makes, who makes food make exactly enough to have, you know, just for themselves? He says, plenty of food, Ravchus. I said, therefore, the halacha doesn't apply even before the cell phone issue, right? Very good. That's Morgan Avram, who says that exactly what you're saying, and that says that chiddush. So it sounds like that may have been a change over time, because Morgan Avram is saying that, I think, I think it's going in Agudo, it's a Rishan, but again, and, and the Gemara sounds like it's not that way. So, so it sounds like there was a point in time that people, unfortunately, probably because they didn't have much more than the... the exactly, exactly. That's all, that's all they had. That's all they had.